Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. No matter where you're listening, around the world, this is Sedona Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone. You are here on Spiritual Tools with Melissa Boyd. This is a pre-recorded show being aired on April 30th, 2015. And for those of you who are new to Spiritual Tools, welcome. The idea of this show is to really give people information around spiritual tools, ways to open up your life and to really amplify your vibration. Because remember, we are vibrational beings in a physical body having that experience here on this earth. And I am a vibrational intuitive medium and business strategist. So I do sessions both in person, Skype. I do group readings, gallery readings. I also teach classes, and I will be having some teleclasses coming up. If you're interested in um, learning more about my services and my blog and other uh, information that I have, please visit me at melissaboyd.net. So I am so excited today to um, introduce my next guest. Today is all about um, astrology. And I wanted to just mention to folks, you know, we, we all come to astrology and, and to the stars in a different way. So for myself, I actually grew up about 2,700 feet above sea level in a little small town in western Massachusetts. And I can remember, um, you know, walking outside and just looking up at the stars and just feeling like, wow, they have so much to tell us. They have so much to speak to us. And obviously our guest is going to talk much more about getting into what exactly the stars um, have in store for us. So one of the things that I just want to say to everyone listening is that take advantage of the energy of the stars, whether you understand it or not. Really know that you are one. You are one with this earth. You are one with the stars and just really um, embrace that. So my guest today is Pam Young-Hans. She's from North Point Astrology, and I'm in Maine, and she's on the whole other coast. And I just <laughs> want to read off of Pam's um, website what she says about the work that she does. So Pam explains, My intention is to use astrology and access to higher consciousness as tools to bring forth information, insights, and energies to benefit my life and the lives of those who request through me for the highest good of all. And so Pam um, is a very intentional person, and as you know, I'm trying to get folks on the show that really have deep intention. I have been subscribing to her blog for, I think, about six years now, and I absolutely adore her. I adore the work that she does, and um, uh, she has been interpreting and reading charts for over 30 years. So welcome, Pam. Thank you, Melissa. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. So um, tell us a bit about yourself and how you found yourself working in astrology. That's a good question. So I actually had a, a very advanced thinker for a mother. When I was growing up, her library was full of books by Edgar Cayce and Ruth Montgomery and Arthur Ford, so mediums and trance channels. And, you know, so my world early on was really open to a lot of different ideas. And it so happened that my mom's best friend was an astrologer. So I really, you know, it was accepted early on to venture forth and find out what all these different kind of metaphysical ideas were about and to explore them further. So I I started with that background. Um, when I was about 20, I guess it was on my 20th birthday, I actually had a a four-hour-long astrology reading with an astrologer in San Francisco. I grew up in the Bay Area. And, and then I spent the next 
how many months typing that out on the old typewriter, you know, doing the transcription. That was really my first introduction to my chart in a big way, and it just really caught my attention. I went in and out of really focusing on astrology for several years, but then in the mid-'80s, it it really started drawing drawing my attention again. Um, so it, it all kind of went forward from there. I'm mostly self-taught. I did take one class, but um, other than that, it's been through studying my own chart, reading books, that kind of thing. Wow, that's amazing. Now, for people who are listening and are curious, when you say chart, could you define chart for folks? Perfect, yeah. So a chart is really, we call it a natal chart or a birth chart. It is basically a picture of the heavens at the moment that you took your first breath. So the energy that was in place when we inspire for the very first time, it becomes our energy signature. So the chart, at least in Western astrology, and there are different forms of astrology, but in Western astrology it's a circle, and it shows where all the planets are, um, where they were at that moment of your first breath. Mm, wow. And... um and and how how do you how do you feel understanding the stars is important to our everyday life? I think that it's especially helpful to explore our own birth charts. We can do things like connect to the cycles of the moon and 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 relate to the present day energies from the planets or or how they're working with us, and that's really helpful. But I think that knowing our birth chart is is such a, a a helpful tool because it it helps validate things that we know about ourselves it helps elucidate things that we've been unclear about it helps provide direction but it's an astrology reading should never be a big surprise even if if it's a if it's a natal reading, it's even if it's um, telling us things we didn't know we knew, it should always feel like, oh yeah, that is me, because when I'm looking at an astrology chart, I'm really looking at a symbolic picture of you, and and interpreting those symbols, but it should be it should be you that I'm talking about and not somebody else. So, um, yeah, it's just a it's just such a lovely way to for for self acceptance and self understanding as well. I look at each one of the planets in a chart as representing a different part of the personality. So I take it from a a, a psychological as well as well as a spiritual kind of uh, viewpoint. And then we can see how these parts of us work together. How sometimes we get inner conflicts. We can see what they all want, and it becomes a way of empowering ourselves too because we're claiming these aspects of ourselves rather than discounting them or leaving them aside or being angry about them or whatever. We're really accepting all of who we are and that's so empowering and then we can move forward and, and know what our gifts are and know where we have some some things to work on. Um, so it gives a, a good direction for life in general. Wow, as you were talking, I just got this image of like we actually dance with the stars, kind of, right? So oh it's yeah, kind of, it's kind of like we're you know we're in we're in concert with that. And you know when I think about astrology and I think about um, you know just people that I know that maybe aren't um, are not as open to spirituality or as open to understanding the energy. Um, what I do notice mostly in society too is. So many people focus on the moon, the moon, the moon. Oh, it's a full moon, it's a new moon, it's a super moon. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know that's just one small aspect, but um, people are drawn to the moon and pulled by the moon. And so can you speak a little bit about that, the moon connection that we have and maybe different phases of the moon and how that plays into our lives? Sure. So, and I think it it makes a lot of sense. I mean, the sun and the moon are the two the two planets, and in astrology, they're all called planets. So those are the two planets that we see all the time. 
and and the moon we have an emotional connection to. The moon in our birth charts represents something about our emotional selves. And so there's a, a kind of a natural a natural connection that we feel to the moon on an emotional level. And then with the moon especially, we see cycles. We see the new moon. We see the first quarter. We see the full moon. You know, we see we see a cycle in in effect. And I think that speaks to us on really symbolic levels too because there's this whole cycle that our lives are about. And, and you know, that's just nice to have that that reminder up there in the sky. And and some people are definitely more in tune with lunar energies than others, but I think we can all benefit from you know, from from observing how we feel at different times. Um mm-hmm. the new moon is supposed to be a time of beginnings. It's the beginning of the lunar cycle and it's a time to initiate. Uh, then the full moon is a time of culmination when things come into fruition. We're also, because the sun and the moon are opposite each other in the sky, we're meant to gain greater awareness and, and come to a new level of balance. So the first half of the lunar cycle is about building from a beginning to a culmination. The second half of the lunar cycle is about going from that culmination to a point of new beginning, which oftentimes means releasing something from the past or um, just being in a more observation mode rather than building mode. Mm. And I think it can be really valuable to, you know, if somebody's interested in in exploring the moon and how it affects them, to get an astrological calendar and, and start paying attention to when the moon is in Aries and keep a journal and, and if... You know, it happens once a month for two, two and a half days. And to see how how you connect to those different placements of the moon. Does the moon in Aries feel different than the moon in Taurus? Mm, um, wow. So that's, it can be really fascinating because it's tuning into ourselves, but also turning, tuning into the cosmos in a sense. And, you know, I will say I... I've never, I, there's a, and I, will, I want to say to our listeners too, you know, there's a ton of astrologers out there, you know, on the web and doing all these things. And what I really loved about you, Pam, and your work and your, your blog is your blog really breaks down, you know, what's going on. And it is spot on. I mean, I've learned so mm-hmm. much from you just by reading that blog. So can you talk a little bit about your blog and then also give us your website where people can, you know, get involved with that and then also maybe mention the teleclasses that you offer? Oh, sure. Uh, So I write a weekly, I call it the North Point Journal, basically a forecast for the week. What I do is sit down on Sunday mornings and look at what the planets are going to be doing during the week and then I just write, write out what that feels like to me and how it feels like it's going to unfold. So and and I use the astrology terms but I explain them. So I'm glad to know that, that you feel like you've learned something over the years because I feel <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's a part of what what I want to do as well. Not just say XYZ is is maybe going to happen but this is why. Because I think also using the the actual words, you know, talking about the planets they hold archetypal energies. So and I like using that kind of those words that so that speaks on another level as well. So um, I send that out to my subscribers list, and so everybody gets their copy sometime on Sunday. And um, so if anybody's interested in signing up for that, they can go to my website, and my website is www.northpointastrology.com. And there's a journal page there, and you can read the current the current issue for the week and then if you scroll all the way down to the bottom there's a there's a form where you can actually sign up yourself. And then you mentioned my teleclasses. I do them every six months. Um mm-hmm. it's another it's another bi coastal event because the woman I work with to do the classes, her name is Elsie Kern. She lives in New Jersey. So we do an hour and a half class uh every six months and we talk about what's going to be happening for those next six months. Uh, the next one that I'm doing, that we're doing, is going to be Janu- I mean, June 18th. Um, it, it isn't 
to the place yet where we're, we're accepting sign-ups. But if you are interested in, in knowing more about it, sign up for my journal. I always uh, announce about the teleclasses within the journal as well. That's that's really great. And I find that, um, at least, and in my own work, I work a lot with numbers, and I know that numbers and astrology are connected, but I would think that, you know, astrology helps us not only in our own personal lives, but in knowing about businesses, when to make decisions, you know, that type of that type of um, timing as well. Is that, would you say, that um, is, is helpful? Yeah, there are all kinds of different levels to to use astrology for in our lives. And, you know, when I'm doing a personal reading, it's it's that person's personal issues mostly, but you know, we we also look at timing for certain things based on what's going on with their charts. And anybody can use astrology, especially the moon cycles for for when to do something with a business, for when to have surgeries. Um, there are all kinds of criteria to look at. The Again, following the moon cycle is huge because you want to start something. If you're going to start a new enterprise, you want to start it between the new moon and the full moon. You don't want to start it when the moon is waning. So you want it to be in that building phase. And then you want it to be in a compatible sign for the type of business that you're starting. And you don't want the moon to be void, of course, which is just a term I won't worry about explaining, but it's just another level of, okay, what are the different astrological components of this period of time and how can we best use that to support growth or, like I said, a surgery or something like that? Mm-hmm. Wow, and I know I know Pam, you offer a lot of different types of sessions. Do you, would you mind just kind of for our listeners just kind of saying a little bit about um, the different types of sessions that you that you do offer? And I, I know that you do phone as well, so anyone that has a phone, right, could could call you for a session. Exactly, um, I do sessions by phone and Skype, and. I'm actually going on to my website here so I can remember what it says about the different sessions that I offer because I do list I do list different types of readings on my site, but every reading is always custom made. So I I list some options on my website so that people can get an idea of what's possible in a in a reading because I know a lot of people who are new to astrology don't really understand what level of questions can be answered or what kinds of things they can ask about or learn learn from astrology. So one of the basic types of readings is a natal chart reading. So as I described earlier, looking at where the planets were when you were born, what that says about your general makeup, um, your soul's higher purpose, where you're likely to find the most fulfillment in various ways, whether it's for career or relationship or financially. there's a, There are different divisions of the chart called houses, and each one of them has to do with a different area of life experience. So if somebody's having relationship issues, we can look at the relationship houses, we can look at the money houses, we can look at the career houses, we can see what's going on there and, and hopefully provide some some guidance as to how to be more successful in that area or to take advantage of opportunities. So that's a natal chart reading. And and then the next most popular is is what we're called transit reading. So we've got that birth chart which, you know, has the the location of the planets when we were born and as planets continue to move through the sky, they make they make relationships back to our birth ch- our birth charts. These are called transits, and basically it cor- these transits correspond with current events in our lives. So a job change or a relationship developing or a relationship falling apart or an opportunity to move or you know, opportunities and challenges show up as these transits. And so uh, a transits reading is looking at either what's going on currently or I usually look about a month ahead 
I mean a year ahead, mm. looking at what's going on, and I like to look at it in the terms of not just what possible outcomes are, although we can look at that, but what's the higher purpose of it? So like a transit from Uranus, higher purpose is liberation. So if we're going through a lot of changes and we know that the underlying purpose is about liberation and letting go of shoulds and freeing ourselves from the way we've kind of contained our lives, if we know that's a part of the process, we can open up to it. So there's a lot about a transit reading that is putting us in tune with the plan for our lives that our, our soul knows about, but lots of times we consciously are not aware of so that we can work with the energies rather than resisting them. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. And then um, a lot of people do relationship readings. And that's, you know, most often like a romantic relationship or a marriage relationship, but I get a lot of parents who want to learn what's going on with their children. Um, I do have one criteria with a relationship reading, and this will tell you a little bit about how I view astrology too. I always ask that, unless this is a child under 21, um, but I always ask that we get permission from the second person to explore their chart if we're going to be using their chart in a reading. Because to me, looking at a chart, looking at someone's chart, is like looking at their diary, like opening their diary Mm -hmm. and finding out their deepest needs, their deepest wishes, their deepest fears, their deepest everything. And so, you know, I, I really want to have that person's awareness and approval for us to go that deeply into into their world. Yes. Wow. That's 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 great. That's great. Um so thank you for all that because I think that, you know, as you were speaking, I was thinking about um folks that I sit with that that get readings and the whole idea um, that I completely agree with you on is that we all have a soul's plan, our soul's plan, and so tapping into however you tap in allows you to look at the timing, the opportunities, because we really are on this planet with free will. <laughs> and right. so it's it's um, so nice to be able to, you know, have that as a almost like a, a roadmap or a blueprint to see where things are moving forward. Yeah, I agree. And I completely agree with the free will part. It's interesting because there are are layers to that as well because I believe that we chose our birth time. So Mm -hmm. even in the choosing of of our experience that we came in with, that was free will, was free will on a soul's level of saying, I want to be born in this place, this time, with this family and with these circumstances. So there was a free will action there. And then in our lives, yeah, we deal with energies that we chose to come in with, but then we do have complete free will into how we how we work with those energies. Mm. And I find that, you know, I was just thinking about um, talking with you and, you know, so many people now, um, you know, 20s all the way up are really getting involved with meditation and yoga and metaphysics and it's becoming more and more mainstream. I mean, when I started seeing spirits when I was like 9, 10, 11, 12, it was like, don't you dare tell anybody. <laughs> you know, you kind of had to be really quiet about it and now it's like everyone's craving it. So I guess my question for you would be, is there actually something in the stars, you know, in astrology right at this time creating this awakening on the planet? Yeah, I, I believe so. And and we could get specific and I could say, oh, well, Pluto and Uranus are doing this and that, which I believe is, is moving us forward. But what we're moving forward to is actually the age of Aquarius. So mm. that sounds like, oh, age of Aquarius. Now, we've heard about that forever. And the these ages last for about 2,000 years, and then it's a gradual shift. So we've been in the age of Pisces since the time of Christ. And and now we're you know, 2,000 years beyond that, and we are shifting into the age of Aquarius. And each of the ages is defined by what people most are drawn to, and in fact, what they worship. So mm. in the age of Pisces, we worshipped 
um, the the spiritual qualities of compassion and divine love and all of that, and that doesn't have to go away. But we also are our role models, our spiritual role models, were martyrs. And so these are all qualities that go along with Pisces energy. Now as we're moving into the age of Aquarius, I think we're more and more in that age, but it's not like come to a certain day and all of a sudden you're in the new room. You, it's, a, it's a hallway. <laughs> right. uh, it's Aquarius has to do with humanitarianism. It has to do with metaphysics. It has to do with higher consciousness. So we are moving into the age of Aquarius, and there is more openness to kind of these more um, esoteric ideas. Um, And Aquarius also rules technology, so we already see the worship of technology growing and growing. That's just one Mm. of the other, other examples of it. It's funny you say technology because I had I had been reading an article about Steve Jobs and I I don't know mm-hmm. if you know this but or other people know this but Steve Jobs was a, was a huge meditator and he went to India all the time he was very big into Zen meditation and there's oh. this story of him that he actually was in a 20 minute Zen meditation he came out he took a piece of paper and he wrote down the operating system for the iPhone oh and really. Yeah, and he was said, wow. and he was said said that it was actually downloaded to him as a way for people to connect in in a new and innovative way. So the whole operating system, the iCloud, all of that was just downloaded to him. And I know that um, you know Deepak Chopra says that he believes the internet is a way for us to really go to a higher spiritual way where we're, we're, we can we can feel the energetic connections in a different way, but it's a way for us to really, you know, get out there. And so I agree. I think it's, I think it's going to be interesting to see what the future technology holds for us. Right. Um, and that's going to be great. Well, and, and I and I see that too. I mean, I've I've thought about this in the past. How the very fact of having a bud in our ear, or or this constant connection with people through texting, and you know, we're just always connected with things that aren't physically there, and it's mm-hmm. kind of rewiring our our brains to understand that we are we are all interconnected all of the time. And it's kind of the precursor to opening up telepathically where you oh, don't need to absolutely. text. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's where we're going. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's definitely where we're going. And it's it is it is very exciting. Um what would you tell our listeners who are interested in learning more about astrology? And you've given a ton of information today, but is there something that you might say to someone who's saying, Wow, where do I start? Yeah, good question. So I think that a wonderful place to start is with your own chart. So, you know, getting it run, probably, you know, at least going to an introductory session with with an astrologer who can start to walk you through what the what the different planets and mean in your chart and how how they relate and and it's so it's so validating to to explore your own chart and and see it how it really works in reality um and it's also exciting you know we're always excited about learning about ourselves so mm-hmm. the deeper we can go into that you know so that the our own chart is a great way to start and then you know if you if it if it feels like a something that you're really interested in, you know, start running your friends' charts and see how different they are because everybody's charts are different. Even even identical twins who are born within five minutes of each other probably have a different degree on what's called the ascendant, which is the rising sign of the chart, which, again, shifts things subtly but makes these two beings different people. So doing that comparison between your chart and other people's charts and and then seeing how your charts connect together. Um, These are all, you know, a step-by-step process, and that reminds me to tell everybody to be patient because astrology Mm -hmm. is a foreign language. It's not only a, a symbolic language but a foreign language. So 
it takes a while to to really kind of become one with it. And, you know, like learning the foreign language, it's easiest if you go live in that country and you're kind of thrown into it. If If you really want to learn astrology, that same sense of immersion in it is going to help you get there more more quickly or surely. But, you know, it took me, like I said, I kind of went in and out of my studies. I'd get really into it and really focused on it for about a year at a time. Then I'd kind of back off and focus on other things. So, And it took, it took actually a while for me to integrate it. It's not, mm. it's such a combination of intellectual exercise and intuitive exercise. It's a science and an art. Mm. Oh, and, wow. and and there becomes that point at which you can no longer just use the brain. You have mm-hmm. to use another level of understanding. And actually there's a, a great book by Stephen Forrest that really helped me kind of claim claim the the different elements of astrology. It's called the inner sky. And he just mm-hmm. has such a way of defining defining the signs, defining the planets, defining the houses, so that I really kind of integrated in a new way. And so finding the book, finding the practitioner, finding the person who puts it in the in the words that really resonate with you, I think is also a really helpful. Wow. Now, that is helpful, and um, I've never read that book, so I just wrote that down, and I'm going to get that. Um, okay. And so... <laughs> For for folks who would like to schedule a session with you, how would they go about doing that, Pam? It's always best to email me, um, just so that we don't have to do the between time zones, which would always involves with a phone call. So my uh, email address is pam at northpointastrology.com. And I have a whole list of information that... I'll need from you birth information and location and all of that in order to set up set up a reading. But um, but if you just send me a hey, I'm interested in a reading. What's next? I can forward you that information and we can take it from there. Okay, great. Um, are there other things that you'd like to tell folks listening um, about astrology or anything today? Yeah. Um, well, I do want to offer. Uh, a, a discounted rate for everybody who's listening, either either when this is broadcast live or, or whenever they pick it up later. So um, for an hour session uh, and for a half hour session. So and there's a discount code I want to give you as well. So fee for an hour session with the discount code is 88, and fee for a half hour session with the discount code is 55. So. If you email me and, and ask to set up a session, use the discount code that's actually the date of the first airing of this show, which is 043015. And then I'll make sure to know that, that you listen to the show and we'll give you that discount. Great. Thank you so much for offering that to folks. Absolutely. Um, sure. And so this, this show is called Spiritual Tools. So, Pam, <laughs> what is your favorite spiritual tool at this time? <laughs> I love that. That's good. Um, you know, I meditate every morning. Um, and I think that that has been, I've been consistent with that for, you know, probably 20 years. And so it's it's changed over time. I actually, you know, if, if we're talking about spiritual tools, uh, there's a, a woman named Sinea Roman who channels a being called Orin. And, oh, yes. And she has some wonderful meditation recordings, some of them free. Um, but even the, you know, even the half-hour recordings, I think you can download for like seven bucks, so it's really accessible. But what really started me to be able to connect to energies was a course offered by um oh I can't remember his name, his real name. It's it's Sinea works with him and he channels Daben. Mm-hmm. And they have an Awakening Your Light Body course. And I took that in nineteen ninety four 
it was a six-month course at home, got the recordings and did the meditations and kept a journal and all of it that required. And it was it was what I can point to as the biggest assist for me in learning how to how to feel, interpret energies, and how to meditate mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. So, oh, good. Good. yeah, I highly recommend them. And then over the years, you know, I've I either have guided meditations or just have Tom Kenyon is another one. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Amazing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he does amazing toning, which can take you to really high places in meditation. So I have some of his recordings that I sometimes put in the background to to hold the space while I'm meditating. Right now I'm I'm working with another Sanea Roman um, mm-hmm. meditation course, which is about connecting with divine mind. Mm. So I feel you know like what? that for me. And, and what I love about um, spirituality, and this is for everyone listening, I mean, I sit with people all the time who say, I can't meditate, I don't know how, I don't know how to stop my brain. And it's really a process over time. It, it doesn't happen oh, yeah. overnight. And I always tell people, be gentle with yourself, be open to yourself, start where you are, you know, and then deepen as you go. So I think right. for folks listening, you know, looking up some of these resources or doing this. I know what question I wanted to ask you. So, and I, I've seen it once years and years ago, but I wanted to ask you, Pam, have you ever seen the Aurora Borealis? Oh, you know, I lived in Montana for five years, and I did see it once. Mm-hmm. So I am really fascinated. I mean, on my journal, if you sign up for my journal, I'm almost... Every issue, I've got a new picture of the aurora taken mm-hmm. somewhere. In the I world. know you do. That's why <laughs> I mentioned that because I I know you have the aurora borealis there. And what do you? I mean, what is your interpretation or understanding of the aurora borealis? Oh, I love this. It's so symbolic to me. So, in scientific terms, the aurora happens when energy from the sun interacts with the energy field around the earth and the Earth's energy field happens to be open or or accepting in a certain way, and it creates these amazing colors and shapes and movement in the sky. So I think that's probably a very elementary way of explaining what happens physically. Mm. But then we look at this symbolically, and, you know, the sun representing the source of life and the source of light and how that is always coming toward us, and then when we're open at a certain time, we become the aurora. It's, oh wow! So I've I never just said like the that aura before. Around us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Beautiful. So yeah, yeah. Um, I've actually never thought about it in exactly that way. So thank you for the question because mm. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it just it's just and I, and I know there's just been so many more people seeing it and talking about it, so I, you know, I'd really wanted to um you know to to ask you about that. So, um any other last thing um before I ask you to repeat your um your website again, um and then what I'm going to do after we do that is I'm going to do some mini readings for folks who have asked questions on Facebook. But um oh, great. Pam, okay. anything else you'd like to um ask or ask anything else ask you have a question? No. <laughs> um is there anything <laughs> that you would like to um that you would like to tell our listeners? Just that I think, you know, just as you've mentioned, we are in a really exciting time. And I think as we're open to it, our our view of reality continues to expand. Um, it does go back to, I mentioned it briefly earlier, we're dealing with some very strong Pluto and Uranus energies right now. We've been dealing with them since late 2011, and it's really with us through through the beginning of 2016. So like a five-year period when the old is really being dismantled so that the new can arise and that new hopefully being higher vibrational. And so, and this is occurring in lots of different ways in people's lives, but I love the idea about of thinking about that as 
ultimately the expansion of consciousness is where we're going with that. Amazing. Um, could you say one more time your website? Oh, yes. Okay. Website is www.northpointastrology.com and my email address is pam at northpointastrology.com. Thank you, Pam, so much for being on today. I so appreciate it, and um, I um, I just love your blogs, and we'll be talking soon. Okay, Melissa, thank you. It's been great. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so, wow, isn't that amazing? I, I, I love the stars, and um, I always imagine, like, drinking in the stars. And I was going to look up the... Um, the name to the song, but you may have heard that song that's been on the radio over the past, I want to say six months to a year. Um, I'm not a very good singer, but it's something like um, We'll Be Counting Stars. And I heard an interview with the, um, the, the singer of that song, and he had talked about how he was pretty much homeless at that time, and he was laying on this mattress on the floor in the middle of nowhere looking up at the stars, and he wrote that song, and um, then he became famous through something else. And um, but he that, that song, that star song, um, stars. I don't know who it's from, but I'll post it on my Facebook page once I find out. So we have 18 minutes left of the show, and I put on Facebook a few days ago that I would be doing some pre-recorded shows because I have some classes that are scheduled for Thursday night, and I'll be traveling a little bit. And I thought maybe two or three people would post, and actually. About 65 people <laughs> put questions down. So what I'm doing right now is I've gone to Facebook, and I pulled off your, um, your name. I'm only doing first names and your birth date and um, your questions. So I'm going to tap in right now. So I'm starting with um, uh, a woman named Georgiana, who I actually know, and her birthday is 11-11-1961. So welcome, Georgiana. This is your mini read. <laughs> so I'm going to start with, first of all, noting your double 11s. So um, double mastery and, of course, intuition and really being driven and led by service and by heart energy. You asked a question about a product line, and that's very interesting because your heartbeat vibration, as I interpret it, is a four. And four is really about process, stability, grounding. And what I really focus on with you is the process piece. As I tapped into you, I really saw your work moving into um, allowing people and helping people to evolve forward in their lives, both um, uh, through your medical intuition, your spiritual work and energetics. And um, your product line, as I tested it, I listened very deeply, and I felt as if you'd be working with either detoxifying products and also energy amplifiers. I definitely saw a high vibrational name for the product, so we can talk about that offline so that we can um, find a, a good name for your product if you don't already have one. And I noted that you're moving into on your birthday, you're moving into a three um, vibrational year for your own self. And when I connect with the color green intuitively, I go to green and growth and definitely saw preparing you preparing yourself for big shifts over the next six months and where you are and what you'll be doing. I kept listening, listening, listening and feeling like teacher, educator, helping people heal themselves and their cells, C-E-L-L-S. So that felt very, very strong for you. And um, really uh, purpose-driven living for you around helping people amplify and magnify themselves and to learn the tools to heal themselves. So namaste, Georgiana. And I'm going to the next one here. So... I have Mandy, um, M-A-N-D-I, with a birthday of 527-1982, family concerns. Whew. As I connected with you, Mandy, um, 
I first want to say that you have, if you don't already know your numbers, you have a five heartbeat vibration frequency. And five is really about freedom and discipline, but also it's the doer, it's um, the giver, the big energy. I felt like your life is full with a lot of different things. Um, kept hearing, slow down, slow down. There's a lot, 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 lot going on around you right now. Um, and they definitely said, you know, take some time to do some deep breathing, some walking along the beach, maybe sitting and um, meditating either in silence or using a meditation CD of some sort felt really, um, really important for you. And um, I do feel uh, big heart energy around you. And your full birth date, um, your full birth code energy is a 25-7. So the two is cooperation and balance. So when you asked about family issues, I really felt like in some ways in your family and with your friends and possibly around work, you are the one who does the conflict resolution. So listen, let's talk here, let's talk here. So really felt like um, you were the one in your family to really create that balance um, and that yin and yang energy. So make sure that um, you pull that energy in for yourself. It felt really, really important for you. And then, of course, you have another five in your um, in your energy, so you have the five heartbeat vibration, and then you have the twenty five seven as your life code, and the five in there um, really shows teaching energy. I did feel like you either have been around teaching, or you've been around helping other people, or even serving as a mentor or a guide to people. Um, sometimes when I tune into people, I say your name, Mandy. I see a lot of um, a, a very old soul for you, and I believe that almost everybody on the planet now, in my in my feeling, has had at least one or several past lives, but I feel like you've had many, many past lives, and um, it's important for you to really enjoy this life. I feel like things are going to work, work out well with your family, um, but it's important that you recharge your energy first. I kept coming back to that over and over and over and over again. So almost like by you going in and strengthening and growing your heart and having like a stronger boundary around that, you're going to be able to energetically help other people. And so it's almost counterintuitive sometimes to us to say, well, how, how can I, by stepping back, be more of a strength to my family or people around you. You'd actually be really surprised to know that um, we are, well, first of all, we're vibrational beings. All of us are vibrational beings. And as you increase and raise your vibration and you hold that space of love and light, you actually do more service to people than if you're trying to fix or save other people. So I felt like that was very important. And you definitely do have a strong energy within your family. As I go to the seven energy, I do see a lot of reflection, discovery, intuition within you. So I feel like that you know a lot of what's going on. I don't know who else. Uh, I feel like you have a connection, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island. I'm not sure which state. But it feels like there could be some family down there or that's a place you've lived or something like this is connected with you. And I feel like that's an area where you just need to um, let people go. Okay, okay, I got this. All right. <laughs> so sometimes I'm, I'm in this reading and all of a sudden people start popping in. So I do have what I feel like is um, a, um, a grandfather um, or a great-grandfather-like figure on your father's side stepping forward here, um, just letting you know that he's with you. I don't know that you would have called him grandpa you may have had another name for him um and there's potentially a a french connection here or another um language connection here so know that he is stepping forward for you and just letting you know that he's that he's with you that he's with the family and i think what he's trying to say and your loved ones are trying to say to you mandy is that you can also call on them and i feel like that you have that energy to know and to tap in there. So um, please do that. And let me just 
do your year. You're changing um, your vibrational year, which when I do my numerological piece, I change you into your next year on your birthday. So your birthday is 527. So let me just count here. Okay, so you're coming into a four-year, so grounding and stability. Um, hmm. Somebody may have a physical move in your family too, which actually feels like a positive thing. So the physical move feels like a positive thing, a geographical move or a physical move, um, either you or somebody around you um, that you're concerned about, and it feels like that's going to be a really, a really good thing for you. So um, there you go, Mandy. And again, I'm going to go on, on the Facebook page, and I will tell you when to listen to your session. All right. We've got another one here. Um, we have Katie, Katie, whose birthday is 12-12-1973. So, Katie, you've asked about um, life purpose and um, driven energy, and when I connected to you, I first want to say you have the six energy. Six is um, this heartbeat vibration of service, of um, uh, compassion, of really being charismatic with other people. So for you, um, there is almost like I want to call it a soul craving to always be of service to other people. So when you're doing a job, um, no matter what it is, you need to feel that you're really making an impact and making a difference for people around you. So that felt like um, that was one of the first important things that Spirit wanted to step in and tell you. But you also have, um, when I add up your whole entire birthday, your life code is a 26-8. And the two, um, just like our our Miss Mandy uh, earlier here, you have the cooperation and balance. So there is this... um, Really, um, and for you, I feel like there's a thing about fairness. Uh, fairness feels really important to you, things being fair. And, Katie, I also feel like, and I don't know if you've ever worked in this field before, but it feels like as I listen to your energy, and where I do, Katie, I say your name, and then I just imagine you sitting in front of me, and I breathe in your energy. And as I breathe in your energy, I really see that there is a, either a social justice aspect, so really being involved with either an organization or an institution that has a justice-type energy that's doing something socially for the community, for other people, um, and something very nurturing. So I do see you in a field like this. And um, so you're 26-8, so then the 6 is vision and acceptance. But for you, it's really about service. I do see you being of service to other people, working with service to other people. And then you have the eight, and the eight is abundance and power. And the eight is this driven number where you're very driven to, um, to accomplish, to do, to be of service. And I feel like you're at a time in your life right now where you're really ready to kind of like ramp and amp it up. And interestingly, it kind of falls back to something Pam was saying earlier in her interview, which is really about we're moving into this humanitarian essence and energy. And so I do feel like you're being um, pulled into a higher frequency, a higher vibration. So really trust that, um, trust that, Katie, trust that vibration. So any organization that's going to be connected in that way, I almost saw you working for something like, I don't know if you ever worked for this organization or not, but something like an American Red Cross or um, some type of um, maybe United Way organization, something that's really helping of a community and that you would be um, a part of that. So that felt very big, very big, big, big for you. So those are the pieces that felt, Um, for you to really walk through and that's where you're going to really find your wholeness as well is um is doing that and i yep so what i keep hearing i keep uh, keep kind of listening to your energy here and i i see a horse energy and horse is really about movement so finding the energy between the movement the bond between horse and rider so really be connected to know that as you move forward you'll move forward um, in, that, in that way, working with um, 
working with your energies, working with your 26-8 and your sixth heartbeat vibration. And let's just see where you're moving into around your birthday but and where you are right now. So you're in, oh, yep, movement. There we go. See, the numbers speak volume. So right now you're in a four, which is grounding, looking at your structure in your life. And then when you move into your birthday in December, you move into a five, and five is all about movement. So you're really, um, I really feel like contemplating right now, looking at your options. And then in or around December, and for you it might not happen until February, it feels like, um, there will be a new career, but start to look at uh, volunteer opportunities. I feel like that's going to be really, really good for you. So that's Katie. I'm going to try to do one more. I have four minutes left here. <laughs> um, so let me um, let me go into one more here. So I have Barbara um, with a birthday of 7-14-1949. I have met Barbara a couple of times, and Barbara asked about life purpose. Barbara, you are a three energy um, creative, expressive, artistic, and I keep hearing for you, forward in your community, claim your divine right, you are a teacher, um, oh gosh, I just got this huge energy of an Egyptian um, uh, connection here for you, so whether that was a past life in Egypt or something to that effect, or if you connect with um, Egyptian energy archetype feels very very strong and there is a purity within you so you've definitely done a lot of your work and um, you're being asked to step forward in your community as a leader so whether that's starting a center in your area bringing people together doing gatherings um, where like-minded people come it feels like that you're really um, moving into that and you also like Katie are 26 8 so craving that meaning to connect with more people. And on your birthday, which is coming up, let's see, 8, 9, 10, 11, um, you're moving into a two energy. So that's really about partnerships, new partnerships, new beginnings. So um, yoga for you too, yoga a yoga center. There's possibly a yoga center where you're going to be doing some pieces at. I do feel for you to ritual, working around rituals, helping people with ritual. I do feel like you have a ritualistic background, either from this life or a past life, and that taking people through a process or a ritual would be really, um, really, really nice for you. So we do have two minutes left. Oh, and I just heard past life. Yes, that is a past life for you, Barbara. So thank you, Barbara. We have two minutes left. And on um, when this is airing on April 30th, I actually will be doing a, a, a large group gallery. So um, I'll be um, there and then we'll be here on, on the air as well. So I, I do want to thank um, Pam for um, being our guest and connecting with us. And our next few guests are going to be talking about um, death, transition, and how to really move through transitions in our lives. Um, you have been listening to Spiritual Tools with Melissa Boyd. My website is uh, www.melissaboyd.net. And I do have um, uh, meditation CDs um, available for purchase on my website. And I also have what's called Children of the Light cards. They are cards that have um, meaning around helping people um, who have lost children or people who... Um, want to get messages from children who have crossed over. They are a set of um, tools that can, that can help people. So I want to thank you all so much. And close your eyes for a moment unless you're driving. Um, you are one. You are one with the stars. You are one. Know that you are one being, one light. And may you live your vibrational life with light, with peace, with joy, with intention, with integrity, and love. And know that you are loved. You are part of a divine plan, a divine whole, a passionate being. So honor your gifts, honor yourself, honor yourselves, and continue to vibrate at the highest frequency. I'm sending so much love, light, 
to your heart, to your being, and namaste. Be well, and until next week, may you always be one.